Acts chapter 16 verse uh, 1, 2 and Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. You know, if you look at the life of Timothy, obviously, you know, um, by uh, before Paul's death, he's quite famous. Uh, everybody knew him because obviously he tagged along with Timothy. Not just that, he himself was a, uh, you know, with regards to his teaching, his life, his character, uh, but something very exceptional. Uh, and he was doing great in, uh, in the Lord. He was accepted as uh, an elder or as a leader uh, to take care of the uh, Ephesian uh, church. Uh, not just that, he uh, at times, you know, Paul said in Philipp, to Philippian church, you know, he would send, uh, you know, Timothy and Epaphroditus, you know, uh, so that Timothy can go again and remind them of Paul's ways and teachings. So, you know, they would accept him as a leader, as a teacher. So he's a quite, uh, you know, well-known, you know, uh, famous, uh, you know, preacher. You know, by that time, though he was young, right, though he was. Uh, like your age and um, you know uh, my age and but still uh, God has used him mightily by then so uh, what really uh, you know what really uh, you know impacted his life you know, what really changed his life uh, what really made him uh, to be uh, the person he is uh, you know we see here in the scripture and obviously I'm not uh, going to talk about the internal uh, factors I'm today I'm going to just focus on the external factors, what uh, really shaped his life, uh, you know, what really uh, made him the man to be, you know, on, uh, from, we're going to look from, uh, you know, mostly on the external uh, factors, you know, not on the internal, as in not, we're not going to go into his prayer life or his, uh, you know, quiet time, you know, none of those, we're going to just look at the external factors which has influenced him in a very good way, in a very positive way. Uh, to become that person, to become that uh, uh, leader. Um, so here, you know, we have three uh, uh, verses. In the first verse, uh, we hear about the mother and the father. And the second verse, we hear about uh, the local believers, which uh, where uh, uh, he's part of, the local church he's part of in Lystra, uh, you know, uh, in Iconium, where people knew about Timothy. And third was, it talks about Paul, uh, who actually wanted him to take him along because he heard uh, the believers and people there spoke well about him. So three set of people uh, we see have actually uh, influenced his life. We see actually, uh, they have shaped his life, right? Uh, one is the parents. Here two is the local believers. You know, three is, uh, you know, his mentor, his spiritual father, uh, you know, local you know, and leader, you know, who is Paul. So these three people have actually, uh, you know, really changed his life, worked on his life. And so, uh, so by then, then later on, we see he's so successful, right, in uh, leading churches and other people and, uh, you know, protecting churches and, uh, you know, from every wrong teaching and stuff like that, right? So, so, uh, no, so we're going to go just step by step. So uh, this is what God put in my heart to uh, share, right? So step one is parents. So we all know parents have a very, very uh, crucial uh, role to play in our lives. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, it's with the parents, you know, it's our, uh, where our, uh, you know, behavior is shaped, our character is shaped, uh, and not just that. Uh, so according to the scripture here, even our faith, uh, is very much shaped, you know, what we believe in, uh, you know, uh, very much uh, by, uh, you know, the parents. So, so I have uh, two pictures today to, to show before. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, you know, remember this picture, uh, tree, and then you have a fruit, okay, and remember this picture, and I'll just show you another picture. 
yeah this is another picture which i would like you to uh, see uh, we we know the whole uh, the process of uh, how uh, we see a plant and uh, you know, the tree today you know, it went through a certain process you know where uh, somebody who is uh, you know sowing seeds have taken uh, efforts to you know sow the seeds right so and then later on i talking about watering uh, you know after sowing you know and then it's not a one day uh, thing but you know it's a uh, you know it's something which they do you know till the harvest to keep watering you know each and every day and then you know every now and then uh, not just water but also they would give uh, fertilizers and you know stuff like that you know to you know make the plant even more healthy and you know and uh, that plant is receiving necessary uh, nutrients and then uh, and they prune the plant time to time they cut things which are dead which is harmful uh, you know any disease you know they immediately you know, work on that and then the end result is you know the harvest the fruit uh, you know which they are looking forward you know all of that takes time we know that and but out of that fruit actually you know comes the seed right out of that fruit comes the seed you know these seeds actually are again used in the next cycle of harvest where where again uh it is sown uh, watered pruned and again in other fruit but you know interesting thing uh to note here uh in you know one of the things is you know if you you know take a orange uh you know fruit and you take a orange seeds out of it and you sow it and you know you uh you know work on it you know you water it and you know you prune it and all of that at the end of the day obviously you will be expecting or you know that you would be getting an orange fruit right so uh, because the seed which was sown earlier was from an orange uh, fruit so obviously again the kind of a fruit which you will be getting in the end is actually an orange fruit right so what i'm trying to say is you know the children tend to mimic their parents right children tend to reflect their parents children you know they do what exactly uh, you know their parents uh, you know are actually uh, are doing you know, in terms of not just day to day uh, you know what like movements but also i'm also talking in terms of character i'm talking in terms of habits right so it is well you know we know i'm sure uh, you know by now uh, you guys are you know well known with scripture so i don't have to go Uh, and show you one by one but you know about abraham you know the mistake he made in terms of telling his wife as you know introduce him his wife as you know his sister you know, because he feared that local you know king or the landlord and the son who is isaac obviously who have uh, not even there in the picture but you know the kind obviously uh, you know later on we see the son making the same mistake right even the son would go again uh and you know and introduce his wife you know isaac five to be a sister to the king who is there in that place so we see uh you know uh, uh, the the children uh, uh they tend to repeat you know what the uh, mistakes the parents have done or the good things the parents have done so uh there's so much of similarities you know we see uh you know from when we compare the children and the parents and you know they reflect so much of their parents so today uh you know you can't deny that fact right so today you know people look at you and they tell you oh, you know you're behaving like your father oh you're talking like your mother oh you're behaving like your mother right so that is uh very much uh you know how it is you know i've seen not just it's not just in terms of biological parents i've seen even adopted children you know the parents are not their biological fathers but adopted children and after certain years okay after certain years you know they tend to start uh, you know reflecting uh, you know uh, just like uh, their adopted uh, you know the parents who have adopted them uh, you know after certain years you know they would start behaving the same way acting the same way and who sometimes even you know to surprise you know even their physical resemblance looks in the same way right so um so it happens you know, because you are with them uh, you know for a very long time so numbers chapter 11 verse 16 17
Then the Lord said to Moses, Gather for me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting, and let them take their stand there with you. And I will come down and talk with you there, and I will take some of the spirit that is on you and put it on them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, so that you may not bear it yourself alone. Right. So, you know, so here what we are seeing is uh, how God is saying, I'll take the spirit which is on you, uh, you know, uh, and then I'll take it and, you know, put it on them, you know, so that obviously they are one with you. You know, they are able to carry that burden uh, for you. And we see that, you know, even in our parents and children. So after a point of time, you know, automatically, you know, there is a burden which comes upon the children. Oh, I need to uh, take care of my you know, father, mother. You know, they're becoming you know, old. You no, know, I need to uh, help them. You no, know, I need to support them. So, you know, we, are, we have become, uh, you know, in a sense, you know, one with our, our parents in a sense of, you know, their spirit is actually also, you know, impacting us, you know, influencing us. Uh, so, so in many sense, you know, we tend to uh, mimic them, right? Second Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse, uh, verse 5. Then I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. So now again, uh, we see, uh, you know, uh, Paul is talking, you know, there is a genuine faith, which initially I have seen in your grandmother, you know, which has you know, passed down to, uh, you know, your mother. And then now I'm able to see that same genuine faith in you also. So you see the same fruit, you know, so whatever uh, the fruit is, the seed, if you take out of it, so it make it grow. And you will get the same fruit, the same faith, which is seen in the grandmother. Uh, you know, I saw it in your mother. You know, now it is sown, you know, nurtured. You know, now I'm able to see it, you know, in your life too, right? So, uh, so that is one, right? Another scripture you know, I would like you to look at is Second Timothy chapter three, verse fifteen. And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Right. So again, it's talking about how you, know, you have uh, the holy scriptures in you, uh, which is again uh, something which you have received from your parents, right? from your mother you know, who sowed in you, you know, who nurtured you, you know, who watered it. So these scriptures, even as you grew up, are actually, you know, since it's remained in you, it stayed in you, you know, these scriptures is actually able to make you wise for salvation, right, through faith in Christ Jesus. Obviously, salvation comes by having faith in you know, Christ Jesus. Again, uh, the faith which we see in your mother or grandmother is actually being reflected in you also uh, because your parents have taken the time to... Uh, you know, sow those seeds, you know, to uh, nurture you, to water you. So since they have taken the time to do that, you know, Paul is saying, you know, we are able to uh, see that uh, fruit in your life. And not just that, is actually helping you, uh, is making you wise for salvation. If not, you would have been lost. If your parents, your mother would have not done that part, you know, you would have been lost. No, you would have not been saved. You've not, you've not, you know, come to the, uh, you know, right track, right path. So I'm not just talking in terms of faith. You know, here we see uh, his example in terms of faith, but in in, in many things, uh, it could be your habits, it could be, uh, you know, culture, you know, which your parents have set up. You know, so it could be, uh, you know, uh, anything. You you take it. You know, there's so much of things it, it has been, uh, you know, passed down to you. No good things and you know are passed on to you uh, because of which you know you are being safe and you are able to say no uh, to a lot of things of uh, the world right in proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will do not he will not depart from it okay so there is uh, a work uh, parents responsibility to train up a child in the way they should go 
So scripture is saying when they, he grows old, you know, he will not go away from it. And I, in my own example, in my own life, I know there's so many things my father, the rules he uh, set up, disciplines he set up, uh, you know, uh, him being strict. A lot of things have actually saved me, you know, has actually helped me, uh, protected me, you know, from deviating uh, into, you know, wrong paths, right? So God, I mean, the parents have that uh, you know, response to this. Again, today, you're talking about how external factors, right? actually shapes a person, builds a person, molds a person. But today, uh, if you are in this place and thinking, okay, you know, that is like ideal uh, parents or might be I'm not from a, uh, you know, Hindu, I mean, I'm from a Hindu you know, family, not from a Christian background. No, my parents have not really done that, you know, in my life, you know. So if you are thinking like that, you know, there is a scripture in the Bible which talks about how God is able to take you know, wild olive tree, you know, uh, the branch of the wild olive tree and come and bring it and graft it into, uh, you know, uh, olive tree, I don't know, opposite of wild, domesticated, I don't know. So, uh, you know, uh, which is farmed, you know, the olive tree. So he is able to bring and, and graft it into that so that you can take, uh, you know, um, uh, so that you can grow and, you know, produce our fruit, which is not wild, but which is good, you know, which is uh, good. So, so what I mean by that is wherever you grew up, that is, yes, it does have so much of an uh, influence, but there is a greater influence, right? There is a greater influence who can break all those curses, right? So we can uh, uh, break all those patterns in you. Might be something which you felt okay. I've received it in my, you know, from my father or from my mother because of which you know, I'm behaving like that. But there is a greater influence in our lives who can break all those curses, break all those patterns, and make us and come and bring us and graft us uh, into, uh, you know, into this particular uh, stem, and so that we can uh, be a you know, fruit. So. So that is again the grace of God. Now God wouldn't just uh, throw away. Oh, your upbringing is not good, so I can't use you. I'm sorry. Oh, your uh, you know character is like this, so I can't use you. No, I'm sorry. But we see the grace of God. You know, actually equally accepts everyone from every language, from every uh, nation. You no, know, no matter what, where we were or the kind of situations we were in, the grace of God. You know, He just takes us everybody. Uh, you know, uh, and 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 uh, and obviously he allows us to uh, have an you know start fresh, have a new chapter, and you know start all over again. You know, cleanse us, you know, forgive us, you know, break those things, right? So, so God is able to do that. Irrespective of, uh, yes, we could have a very tough upbringing, not great upbringing, uh, but God grace can help you. Uh, to get in par uh, with those people who have a you know great upbringing, so I have seen people uh, you know who have just come to faith, you know have come from a Hindu background, but in a little time, uh, you know they learned so much in the Lord. In the little time, they were able to grow so much in the Lord. I think one of the examples is Jagan. You know, you would have uh, you know met him so a couple of times. He spoke to us also. He he, he came from a you know Hindu background. You know, where the father, mother, sister, everybody was against him. He got saved uh, he, when he was in college with me. Uh, we, you uh, know, shared room. Uh, we were roommates for almost two years. And then uh, he went on to working and then now he's in U.S., right? So, uh, so he's one person who never had any kind of upbringing, which I had, right, in terms of scripture or, you know, this kind of a nurturing, pruning. didn't have any of those. So, but still... Now, God helped him to grow so much in such a little time. You know, obviously, when you hear him, when you see his passion, uh, when you see his, uh, obviously, even in his, his his knowledge also. So you you know that he's grown so much, learned so much. You know, he's so much passionate for the Lord. So um, so these external factors, yes, play very much uh, you know uh, a role in us and uh, you know, mold us, shape us. But you know, even if they fail. Don't worry, you have a much greater uh, source who is able to make you grow just like that, 
you know in no time right so don't get disappointed right so that is one and second thing which i would uh, uh, so in this what really happens in parents so character is formed faith is formed you know a person's you know identity is formed right so you know that is what you know we see uh, in you know one okay we will go to the second one okay so you know so this is a picture of uh, you know uh, i think what what we call swordsmith uh, uh, takes a sword you know from a very raw you know iron right so he takes a iron or you know uh, stainless steel or i don't know what all um, mix they have and they and they make it into this beautiful uh, sword right so uh, obviously they heat it up and they keep hitting it hammering it uh, you know keep might be even cutting it turning it and all of that you know till uh, they actually till it becomes actually a very uh, you know beautiful uh, sword right so right now can you see this picture also yes carlos okay so uh, if you go again back to act 16 verse 2 you know here we see certain uh, believers have actually uh, you know come uh, together and they are actually giving a good report to uh, paul you know the believers at lystra and iconium spoke well of uh, him so we see you know uh, the church the body of christ the people the believers it's not talking about leaders it's talking about uh, believers right so because by then uh, the leaders for lystria and iconium were already uh, appointed by paul they were already elders uh, for that church you know we see uh, in chapter 14 uh, you know uh, around um, i think around 22 you know 23 we see uh, 21 also so we see how they went back and they were appointed uh, leaders when as they were coming back so but these are just normal general people from lystria and iconium are actually observing uh, timothy right are actually observing timothy and they are actually suggesting to paul you know saying to paul oh is very good you know is very nice you now why don't you you know take him along you know with you, you know is 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 so good he has a good report uh, he is doing so well he is helping everyone you know is good with the word also why don't you take him along you know he will be some help to you uh, you know he will also help other youngsters who are out there so they are actually you know speaking a very good report uh, to uh, to paul so what is the church doing is actually uh, here we see spurring one another you know is actually encouraging one another uh, it's not like a ladder you know which we see in a corporate setup where you know where you know one person is trying to crush uh, you know another person to uh, to get into a, in another position you know to to get into you know to get a promotion but rather what we are saying here is people coming together and saying oh this timothy is very good why don't you take him along so they are actually if you look you know for them you know, who are uh, you know in the body of christ it's like a promotion like you know where you are and then suddenly you are taken along in missionary trips trips along with paul to you know uh, to minister to more people and stuff like that so it's actually a kind of a promotion but rather than speaking of themselves and what they are good at what they have done but rather they speaking of for timothy like you know timothy is very good person you know very good uh, believer you know is doing so good so uh, so we see that uh, you know happening in the church uh, where there was uh, you know uh, where there are so many scriptures in the bible we see about you know one another you know if you use that word one another and see it in the bible there's so many scriptures especially in the new testament we see you know how we need to encourage one another uh, you know consider one another better than yourself uh, you know uh, be in peace right with everyone as much as possible so you know the church very much uh, you know was like a church was like a one body was like it's not about oh i need to be lifted i need to Uh, be exalted oh everybody has to see me everybody has to appreciate me you know it was not that you know again timothy was not a person who would oh you know i am doing this i am doing that great you know uh, so he is not going himself to call and sharing but rather you know we see other people coming and you know giving a good report about him so in that kind of a setup 
you know what really happens you know as i showed uh, you know in the scripture uh, you know the, in that kind of a you know healthy setup you know what really happens is uh, you know the skills and the gifts are actually you know identified in people in that kind of a healthy setup right the skills and the gifts are what uh, you know they are identified and they are uh, next we see uh, they are not just identified you know now we know it's a very very healthy environment so i will take another step of using my gifts and skills you know for the glory of the lord so i will not hold back i will not hesitate oh i will not think oh what this person will think about oh what this person will say you know after i do this but rather i'm you know an outward you know i'm trying to you know come out you know out of my comfort zone and and use those gifts use those uh, skills because it's a very very healthy environment where people are actually talking good about one another you know in rathers what we see in the church setup is you know mostly people come together you know have calls or whatever you know just to talk about oh how this person is bad how this person is failed how this person is not doing great but rather we see you know they're actually coming together to actually appreciate one another so it's a very uh, you know healthy you know setup for a church you know because of which i believe timothy is able to uh, experiment you know learn you know grow you know mature right so there is an identification uh, you know which uh, happens in such a healthy setup and not just identification you are able to you know nurture you know talents nurture skills nurture you know gifts you're not judging people you know how well they are doing how bad they are doing or if they are prophesying you know 10 things about you know people or if you just able to say one word one vision so you're not actually you know judging people but rather just looking everyone and want to see everybody grow so in that kind of a setup what really happens is the gifts and talents are actually you no know, honed like you know they are made sharpened like the the uh, the you know the person we have seen the sportsmith you know his uh, the sword is being made sharp right it's not a blunt sword at the end of the day after so much of work but is actually a very very sharp sword you know uh, is available to be used uh, for everyone uh, you know for the purposes which for which it has been made so you know it has become very sharp right so so that can so church need to you know church need to open up you know church is not one man show okay uh, if we read first uh, corinthians right <clears throat> if we read first uh, corinthians so uh, you no know, there are there is leadership you know there are people who are gifted there are people who are talented uh, you know uh, you know there are elders but you no know, this is what how you know you need to do first corinthians chapter 4 uh 26 onwards can somebody read first corinthians 12 24 uh first corinthians chapter 14 was 26 onwards what then brothers when we come together each one has a hymn a lesson a revelation a tongue or an interpretation let all things be done for building up if any speak in a tongue let there be only two or most or most or at most three and each in turn and let someone interpret but if there is no one to interpret let each of them keep silent in church and speak to himself and to god let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what is said If a revelation is made to another sitting there let the first be silent for you for you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and be encouraged and the spirit right. oh. so here you know if we uh, you know go on reading and here we see uh, you know how Paul says you know we all you know if you have a tongue yes please go ahead if you have a hymn yes please go ahead if you have a prophecy yes please go ahead so it's not it's, it's not a one man show uh which we see in the early churches you know they all came together uh you know they had opportunities where they could speak up you know where they could encourage one another where they could use their gifts where they could practice their gifts you know so they did wrong you know there are people who would you know in a very constructive way you know would encourage and uh, correct so you know we need to uh you know develop or we ourselves need to uh you know uh, build that kind of a healthy uh you know setup uh you know for uh, church another thing i forgot to mention 
is in a, you know if you feel that okay you know what is the use of me right now uh, to hear about okay my parents you know making such kind of an impact in my life now uh, you know nothing can be done with that yes might be uh, you know you've passed that phase where uh, you could change certain things but you can surely change uh, it for your own children right so you can surely uh, build that kind of a setup uh, in terms of sowing nurturing uh, you know in terms of uh, you know watering so you know you can build that kind of a you know, thing for your own children so might be your parents have failed uh, you know so that's okay but you know but how you could actually come out of that cycle come out of that curse come out of uh, such practices and build a very you know healthy setup uh, for your children to grow right so uh, so this is uh you know uh two again in this picture also if you can look you know, identify nurture own so i've written another word inspire right so these people who are uh, who have sharpened their gifts sharpened this skill are actually now inspiring other people right so now it's not no longer just about themselves they have worked on them nurtured them you know all of that we have uh you know sharpened them but now these people are actually uh inspiring other people you know these people are now actually going about identifying you know new talents you know younger uh you know people who are just you know budding people are just uh you know showing new uh you know gifts and you know uh, skills so they are uh, inspiring other people to continue to grow continue to work continue to build again in the first uh, cycle we have seen so we have seen how sowing it comes down to fruit and from that fruit again the new seed has you know come out right so the cycle uh, uh, is uh, just not stopping there but multiplying right i don't know if in this cycle you are able to see uh, multiplication uh, it's no longer the same cycle but the cycle has completed but another cycle is starting right so like that one person who has honed his skills is actually able to inspire many people so many new cycles are starting right so in that sense you know we are actually growing as the body of christ you know uh, in different skills and uh, in different uh, you know giftings so you know not just as one person but as uh, many people are able to uh, you know grow right so many cycles are you know started in different people's life right so uh, this is one the third person uh, whom we see in acts chapter 16 verse 3 is uh, paul right so it talks about paul wanted to take him along on the journey so paul heard about him you now paul would have spoken to him the good report about him now paul wanted to take him along uh, on the journey so he circumcised him because of the jews who lived in that area for they all knew that his father was a greek now you know paul you know obviously and talking about leaders or in other words mentors uh, whom god has given us you know play a very 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 key role in our life why because in verse 2 we, we saw the example of his word right you are sharp you are you are ready but you don't know when to use you don't know where to use you don't know you know how to use a word and if you don't know those things and you start using it by yourself without wisdom uh, you know without Uh, you know do's and don'ts so you will end up using in the wrong places might be you will end up using a sword to cut vegetables you know might be you will end up uh, you know so you would start using it in a very wrong places which is not meant to be used yes it's sharp yes it's uh, shining but it's not you know so you don't have such wisdom you know you don't have uh, you know such uh, you know knowledge so that's why uh, the mentors you know uh, uh, come in so here i would like to show another uh, two pictures uh, can you see this picture yes carlos right so here uh, what is happening here is uh, you know um, physics term is collision right so when a particle or a body is just at rest and there is another body you know which is coming with a greater force greater uh, you know speed and is coming and colliding with this body so what happens at that point it breaks breaks okay 
एनर्जी रिलीज होती है भैया काफी लार्ज अमाउंट में ओके काफी लार्ज सो मच ऑफ एनर्जी इज रिलीज सो ऑब्वियसली गॉड नोस यू नो अगेन गॉड नोस हाउ मच यू नो ही हैज टू कैन पुशस सो दैट वी डोंट ब्रेक यू नो वी आर यू नो ऑब्वियसली कंपेयरिंग विद आवर लाइफ्स वेयर वी आर सीइंग पॉल एंड टिमोथी so paul with a greater force and you know spirit and anointing and everything coming and you know he, uh, what he's doing is you know, there is something we call uh, there's a word but impact right uh, uh, is happening there so if we read romans chapter 1 verse 11 and then uh, you know someone can read second timothy chapter 1 verse 6 romans chapter 1 verse 11 for i long to see you that i may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you therefore i remind you to stir up the gift of god which is in you through the laying on of my hands okay so here we seeing paul is saying no i want to come to you you know in niv version he use the word uh, to impart you right so uh, you know to impart you uh, you know when i come to you you know with certain spiritual Yes, uh, here uh, in Second Timothy chapter one is talking about you know uh, there is a gift which you have received when I laid my hands upon you, right? So uh, when we need a spiritual covering over us, we need mentors, we need leaders, you know, who would watch over us, you know. Uh, uh, so one main reason is so that there is an impartation happens, right? So let's say for uh, if a uh you know if a body is going with a, a you know 10 km speed and suddenly there is another bigger force coming with a uh, you know is going for 20 uh, speed and it is pushing it now and obviously this one also will start going uh, with a greater speed right so we need leaders we need people who would impart us so that we could uh, you know go you know go further with a much greater you know speed you know much greater energy right so we need uh, such people around us you know who would encourage us who would build us up right so that is the reason it's very important that you know we need mentors we need leaders we need spiritual uh, fathers right so one of the things he mentions to uh, the uh, the corinthian church if you look first corinthians uh, chapter 4 verse 15 For though you might have ten thousand instruction instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Again, we are talking about external factors, how it shapes, builds, molds our life. And one of the great external factor which really imparts, impacts, uh, shapes our lives is <coughs> spiritual fathers or mentors. So he's saying, yes, you have so many guardians. Who's encouraging you, supporting you, blessing you? All of that is there, but it talks about uh, through Christ Jesus. You know, I became your father, right? And all of them, they could be there, but they are not. Um, you know, but you don't have many fathers. Right? So I became that father to you. And he's saying, therefore, verse 16, I urge you to imitate me, right? Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. So one of the things. the mentors you know do in our lives uh, you know is uh, is influencers right with their own the way they live the lifestyle uh, you know the things they do what they preach you know all of that right the the teachings uh, what they teach they influences they you know uh, uh, they changes they transformers and they built us up right so uh, Uh, so because again it's very important to have a, a good godly uh, father or a leader or a mentor you know who's in the lord because again they influences here the scriptures is talking to corinthians whom he's saying who's referring to as spiritual sons because he just said i'm your father he's saying i urge you to imitate me so one of the things which uh, happens in this uh, third section is the children imitate the father right uh, not just physical but i spoke even how uh, adopted children but here we are seeing even uh, people you know within the church you know, who are spiritual sons they imitate the father they reflect the father okay if you read 17 can you read 
That is why I sent you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach them everywhere in every church. Right. So he's talking about how his own spiritual son Timothy is actually heavily influenced by uh, Paul, and he's saying, you know, his teachings and my teachings are the same. Obviously, where did he receive from? He received from me, and he's talking about he will remind you of. the teachings which i used to teach you know with you when i was with you right so for you know so uh, you know uh, you know so the, the sons are actually heavily uh, influenced by uh, the spiritual fathers they have so it's very important that we don't get any and every uh, you know make any and every person as a spiritual father you know we can have them as uh, here the scriptures talking about guardians who could yeah at times encourage you help you protect you all of that Uh, but you need spiritual fathers, you know, who are actually, uh, you know, mimicking God, who are actually following Christ, who are actually obeying the Scriptures, because you are actually following them, and in terms, you know, you are following God. So if they are following something else, you know, which is the world, you know, obviously blindly you will tend to follow them, and you will fall in the you know, same uh, trap as them. So, so. Okay, so they influence us, they guide us, right? By their how, by their own lifestyle, uh, they guide us by the spiritual, uh, the teachings they give us. Again, he's sending Timothy uh, so that he can again remind them of the teachings. So they guide them uh, with the teachings, right? Which uh, they give them. So again, why Paul would write again and again and again uh, the letters. Uh, first Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Timothy, Galatians, Philippians. Why he would do that so that he would again and again remind them of the teachings and guide them. Not that they don't know of any of those teachings; they do know, but to remind them and to guide them and to keep them safe, you know, in the same uh, track. Because there are so many foxes out there, so many Paul says mutilators of flesh, so, so many dogs out there who are just so many wolves out there. just waiting for an opportunity uh, to uh, you know to devour you so that is where uh, again uh, a mentor or a leader comes into picture you know they protect you okay uh, because they have a wisdom uh, you know they have have their own experiences uh, they have been through it uh, obviously they are more sensitive so they will direct you they'll protect you okay so by sending timothy what he is doing is actually uh you know protecting those people from every uh you know false teaching so that's some burden uh you know which has been there and i'm sure you remember in first timothy second timothy uh we have seen again and again they say paul says the reason i left you there right the reason i left you there so that you can refute every wrong teaching so it means that uh paul is trying to fulfill his role as a father over the efficient church his role as a father over the so he's appointing somebody else since he couldn't be there in person uh you know somebody who would uh you know mimic him somebody who knows his teaching follow his teaching who is appointing so that uh you know he could refute every wrong teaching in other sense you know protecting uh you know them uh, uh so that is what you know uh, you know mentors you know uh Uh, role is you know, mentors work and obviously is much uh, you know deeper also we could go but again so once these people were imparted who are guided well who are protected you know after their point right so they would again go about impacting in other people right so like timothy best example you know what we are seeing today is uh, okay before i go into that you know, I'll, i'll i'll tell you that but again here a uh, classic example is just acts uh, 16 verse 3 where we have read paul wanted to take him along on the journey so he circumcised him because of the jews who lived in that area for they all knew that his father was a greek now if we know acts chapter 15 and uh, the whole controversy uh, what's happening there is with regards to circumcision right there is a huge chaos church is divided jews are divided uh churches I mean the Jews are forcing the gentile believers to be circumcised so it became such a chaos that Paul and Barnabas had to go to uh you know the Jerusalem to meet the apostles 
Peter and other apostles and take the counsel, right? Again, he himself is coming under some authority, some leadership. So he was not working on his own, but he himself is submitting, you know, to some authority and to some leadership. So there is a danger, you know, when you try to work alone and not take counsel, not take advice uh, from other people, right? So let's not fall into those traps. So here, so when he presented his case to uh you know those apostles uh they they've they said what you're doing is absolutely good you know you continue doing there is no need uh for circumcision so they would you know they uh, wrote a letter send uh, that uh, with paul and with other believers who would uh you know testify to it and then chapter 16 we see surprisingly he circumcises timothy the same person who was against circumcision who was fighting for circumcision who bought clarity uh, within the church saying that there is no need of circumcision in in just chapter 16 you know uh, just after that would you know go and circumcise uh, timothy you know so uh, you know leaders tend to operate with a greater wisdom okay let's not uh, deny that fact okay they are been there for a long time they have a greater wisdom so there was wisdom there is wisdom why paul circumcised timothy but there is also wisdom by paul stood for saying no to circumcision right so uh, um, so uh, if you go deeper you know, i'll uh, if you have doubt further on this you can ask me you know so it's the wisdom you know which paul had which 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 uh, you know by which he asked timothy to be circumcised so that you know when he himself goes among uh you know jewish uh synagogues and communities you know they would not reject him uh-huh. uh, but you know accept him because because jews clearly they have it in their law that they cannot associate with gentiles so it could be gentile believers whatever they have it so they are not supposed to associate or eat with gentiles or you know go to the house of gentiles so he was circumcised in other words he became a jew so that you know he is accepted among jewish community even among foreign nations okay so there is a greater wisdom there right so like i said you there is a sword but you don't know how to use it you don't know when to where to use it so the leaders the covering the mentors to give you such guidance and protection uh, to be in a very safe environment yes uh, you're vulnerable but you not know, to use uh, those giftings and callings and uh, for his glory and then and then these people uh you know after a point would go on their own like initially uh, he was tagging along with paul but after a while he started going on his own he started uh you know impacting other churches like we read about philippian church ephesian church uh you know so he would he would go on his own and you know impact uh you know other churches so uh, this cycle uh we see so he himself i believe later on going on go on to be a spiritual father uh, to you know many more people so again the cycle is just not stopping with paul and timothy but is multiplying to many more uh, people right so so these three uh, you know external uh, factors you know, influences would really work and shape and built uh, the timothy uh, the timothy whom we uh, read it in read it in the bible right so one is parents to is the church three is the leadership and the mentors right so uh, so let's ask this question uh, to ourselves today are we might be you're not a uh, you, you can't change things in the past with regards to your parents more on that's fine but can you uh, can you uh, you know provide that environment for your children where you're sowing and uh, you know watering and pruning uh, and where you are from very childhood throwing the seeds of scripture into your children so that your children when at a very early age you know, would have faith would be saved have the salvation you know, can we uh, you know can we reflect on this point and to us uh, can we be that community can we be that church where where uh, we are not judging one another we are not um, trying to put down one another so that we can be lifted but uh, an healthy community healthy environment a healthy place uh, for uh, one another where they can grow uh, learn uh, put into practice fail and stand up again you know can we 
Emmanuel Fellowship or wherever might be in the local church where you are. You know, can you uh, you know see that kind of a healthy community uh, building up around you? And three is uh, you know, do you have such leaders and mentors in your life who are shaping, uh, who are uh, you know um, nurturing and owning uh, your skills, your talents, and who are imparting you, who is guiding you, uh, you know, who is uh, you know protecting you. Uh, if not, and I, be, I, I know it's a, uh, it's a time that we would pray for one. Uh, you would ask God for one, and, and I'm sure God will lead you uh, to receive one uh, as a spiritual father over your life, uh, as a spiritual mentor over your life. Right. So it's very important. Right. Can we just pray? Uh, can I request uh, Anu? Can you uh, pray and end it? Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you have given to us so that we all could come here and hear uh, your word, Heavenly Father. And uh, we pray for the wisdom, Heavenly Father, that you guide us about our uh, spiritual father, Heavenly Father, our uh, mentors who can guide us uh, uh, throughout uh, our lives, Heavenly Father, who could guide us uh, with uh, your word, Heavenly Father, who could uh, help us from... Uh, going on to the wrong path, uh, indulging in sin, Heavenly Father. And uh, Heavenly Father, you help us to know, you give us the wisdom uh, so that we could choose uh, the right person, Heavenly Father. Help us to choose the right person with whom who, with whom we could share each and everything, Heavenly Father. You help uh, us to find that person in our lives, Heavenly Father, with whom we can grow spiritually, Heavenly Father, with whom we can grow more in your word, Heavenly Father. We pray for all of us here, Heavenly Father, so that we all grow up spiritually and we all grow in your word. We grow in prayer, Heavenly Father. And we also uh, pray, for, Heavenly Father, for the quiet time, Heavenly Father, so that each one of us could grow in our quiet time also, Heavenly Father. And in your uh, word, Heavenly Father, and let there be growth in, in each of us, Heavenly Father. From today onwards, Heavenly Father, be with us so that we can uh, keep growing in your word, Heavenly Father. Be with us, Heavenly Father, and we pray for all the people who joined today, Heavenly Father. For uh, Mindy, for uh, Anisha, we pray for Carlos Bhaiya and Mridla Didi also. And uh, you are... Uh, you bless all of us, Heavenly Father, so that we can grow in your word, Heavenly Father. Like uh, Timothy, like Paul, we can uh, we can be like we uh, we can be examples like them, Heavenly Father. You uh, bless all of us so that we could bear those fruits, Heavenly Father, for your kingdom. We can uh, save more souls, Heavenly Father. You bless each one of us, Heavenly Father, so that we not only get help from others, we could also help others, Heavenly Father, so that they can get to know your word, they can receive the salvation, Heavenly Father, they can uh, they can accept that, Heavenly Father, that Jesus Christ is the only Lord, Heavenly Father, that he died for our sins, Heavenly Father. Uh, bless each one of us so that we could save more souls, Heavenly Father. We can help in the spiritual growth of others, Heavenly Father. We can be an example for the world, Heavenly Father. Uh, we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.